1: One for this Wednesday June 15, 2022 I'm Sequoia Ware and I'm
2: Michaela Wheeler coming up this evening on News center 88 produce more gas and fewer profits all on your only daily source for Marshall broadcast news David Adkins will be in with the metro Huntington weather forecast the current temperature outside is a muggy
1: 97 degrees and now on to our top story Floodwaters that rushed through Yellowstone National Park and surrounding communities earlier this week are moving through Montana's largest city, flooding farms and ranches and forcing the shutdown of its water treatment plant. The water in the Yellowstone River hit its highest level in nearly a century as it traveled east to Billings, Montana, home to nearly 110,000 people. It hit 16 feet today, a foot higher than the water plant needs to work affi- effectively. The historic floodwaters raged through the nation's oldest national park earlier this week and have forever altered the human footprint on Yellowstone's terrain and the communities that have grown around it.
2: The gunman who killed 10 black people in a racist attack at a Buffalo supermarket has been charged with federal hate crimes that could potentially carry a death penalty. The filing of the new charges against 18-year-old Peyton Gindron and Monday coincided with a visit to Buffalo by Attorney General Merrick Garland. Garland met with families and laid flowers at a memorial outside the Tops friendly Market. Investigators say Gendron's radical racist worldview and extensive preparation for the May 14th mass shooting are laid out in online documents. Garland said, quote, families and the survivors will be consulted, unquote, as the Justice Department weighs whether to seek capital punishment. Gendron's lawyer declined to comment.
1: The Federal Reserve intensified its drive to tame high inflation by raising its key interest rate by three-quarters of a point, its largest hike in nearly three decades, and signaling more large rate increases to come that would raise the risk of another recession. The move the Fed announced after its latest policy meeting will increase its benchmark short-term rate, which affects many consumer and business loans. The central bank is ramping up its drive to tighten credit and slow growth, with inflation having reached a four-decade high of 8.6 percent, spreading to more areas of the economy and showing no sign of of slowing.
2: The U.S. says it will send an additional $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine as America and its allies work to provide longer-range weapons they say can make a difference in a fight where Ukrainian forces are outnumbered and outgunned by their Russian invaders. President Joe Biden and his top national security leaders say the U.S. is moving as fast as possible to get critical weapons into the fight, even as Ukrainian officials protest that they need more and faster in order to survive. The aid will include anti-ship missile launchers, howitzers, and more rounds for the high-mobility artillery rocket systems that the U.S. forces are training Ukrainian troops on now.
1: President Joe Biden wants U.S. oil refiners to produce more gasoline and diesel. In a letter to refiners today, Biden says their profits have tripled during a time of war between Russia and Ukraine as Americans struggle with record high prices. Biden writes the oil companies need to work with his administration on, quote, near-term solutions, unquote, addressing the crisis. Gas prices nationwide average roughly $5 a gallon an economic burden for many Americans, and a political threat for Biden's fellow Democrats before midterm elections. Biden's message that corporate greed contributes to higher prices might resonate with voters. ExxonMobil says it has informed Biden, Biden's administration of its planned investments to increase oil production.
2: Coming up, House fire didn't cause deaths of two people. That and more news from across the Tri-State when new CineRadiate returns right after this.
0: Blakely Burch gets a piece of that one. Clip back, bat. That one's not coming back. Blakely Burch is going to get a three-run over. Elmore will pull up for three. He did get fouled. He knocked it down. Oh, my gosh. John Elmore. Johnny Buckets with ice in his face. Yosef will take it instead, and that'll be in the back of the net, past Yusuf Aglu, Goal, thundering herd. I split out wide by himself. Green looks to Levias. It's a go route. Levius bobbles it, makes the catch. Levias still on his feet at the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. A one-play, 75-yard touchdown pass. Mayo kicks it out, shy, three ball. The ball is played to Mayor Abutea. Abutea sends it into the box. Morgan White's there, and Morgan White finds the goal. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage, WMUL-FM Huntington. Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay. It's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks man, I appreciate it.
2: Think green and be Marshall green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM.
1: Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Sequoia Ware.
2: And I'm Michaela Wheeler. West Virginia's seasonally adjusted unemployment rate dipped one tenth of a percentage point to 3.5% in May. Workforce West Virginia says total unemployment grew about 1,700 over the month. The number of unemployed state residents dropped by 500 to 27,900. Within the goods-producing sector, unemployment gains included 400 in construction and 300 in mining and logging, while there were 300 jobs lost in manufacturing. There was a temporary gain of 8,500 government jobs due to poll workers hired for the May 10th primary election. Among other job gains were 300 in education and health services and 200 in financial activities. The national unemployment rate remained at 3.6 percent in May.
1: West Virginia is allocating $10 million in federal coronavirus relief funding to bolster the state's emergency medical service workforce. The Office of Governor Jim Justice says the state technical college system, EMS community partners, and lawmakers reviewed current education and training opportunities and looked at areas of need. The state will buy mobile ambulance simulators to allow educational programs in all regions and embark on a public relations campaign for EMS carriers, careers. To provide no-cost EM, EMT, no EMT training, the community college system has provided a total of 870,000 to 21 facilities. In addition, thousands of bags containing emergency medical equipment and supplies will be distributed to EMS workers statewide.
2: A former correctional officer at the Federal Medical Center in Kentucky has been sentenced to more than 11 years after pleading guilty to sexual abuse of inmates. The U.S. Attorney's Office says 46-year-old Christopher Brian Goodwin pleaded guilty in March to deprivation of rights under color of law and three counts of sexual abuse of a ward. The release says Goodwin admitted touching three inmates on multiple occasions in 2019 and sexually abusing them. Prosecutors say Goodwin, in his plea agreement, also admitted depriving another inmate of her constitutional rights, and his actions also resulted in injury to the inmate.
1: Authorities say a West Virginia house fire in which two bodies were found has turned into a homicide investigation. The Associated Press reports firefighters responded to the blaze at a home near Lost Creek on Saturday morning and found the bodies of a man and woman inside. Detective Adam Titchenell, with the Harrison County Sheriff's Office, says both bodies were sent to the state medical examiner's office, and it was determined that the fire did not cause either death. He said authorities believe the fire was set in effort to cover up the killings. Officials have not released the names of the victims.
2: Prosecutors have urged a federal judge to convict a Confederate flag-toting man and his son of storming the U.S. Capitol to stop Congress from certifying President Joe Biden's 2020 electoral victory. U.S. District Judge Trevor McFadden didn't immediately issue a verdict yesterday after hearing attorneys' closing arguments in the bench trial of Delaware residents Kevin Seaford and his adult son, Hunter. The judge told them to return to court this afternoon. Kevin Seaford carried a Confederate battle flag inside the Capitol after he and his son entered the building through a broken window. Their lawyers said they never intended to disrupt the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021.
1: Coming up next, Iowa swimmers wondered if Title IX suit was going to work. That and more news from around the nation when news Center 88 returns. Stay with us.
0: Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I got kind of tired of hearing that same old music. M-U-L's got real variety From jazz and blues to rock and progressive 88.1's the place to be. I'm at WMUL Marshall University. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes. He's not going to snip them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines, and don't be surprised when he doesn't. Oh, hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user, or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP.
1: Welcome back to New Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Sequoia Ware. And I'm Michaela
2: Wheeler. A judge dropped a cannibalism charge against a northern Idaho man after finding that there wasn't enough evidence, but said the man will still face a first-degree murder charge. The Associated Press reports 40-year-old James David Russell was arrested last fall and charged with killing 70-year-old David Milton Flaggett. Prosecutors later added the cannibalism charge, writing in court documents that Russell believed he could cure his brain by eating some of the victim. During a preliminary hearing on Monday, First District Magis, excuse me, Magistrate Judge Tara Hardin said she didn't find sufficient evidence to send Russell to district court on the cannibalism charge. She said the murder charge could move
1: forward. Federal transportation officials have issued orders to the Boston area's Troubled Public Transit Agency to address what they called longstanding issues with the system's overall safety program and safety culture. The Federal Transit Administration issued four special directives today. They require the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority to better staff its operations control center, improve track maintenance, address unintended and uncontrolled train movements in maintenance facilities and rail yards, and ensure that all employee training certificates are up to date. The MBTA said it is already developing a plan to implement the orders.
2: Stocks rallied on Wall Street today after the Federal Reserve hiked interest rates by the, excuse me, biggest margin since 1994, but also said such mega hikes would not be common. The S&P 500 was 1.3 percent higher in afternoon trading after several sudden moves up and down immediately after the Fed's announcement. The increase of three quarters of a percentage point was three times as big as the central bank usually makes. The Fed signaled more increases are on the way as it tries to tackle the worst inflation in four decades.
1: Americans trimmed their spending unexpectedly unexpectedly in May compared with the month before, underscoring how surging inflation on daily necessities like gas is causing them to be more cautious about buying discretionary items. U.S. retail sales fell 0.3% last month, down from a revised 0.7% increase in April. Sales at furniture and home furnishing stores fell 0.9%, while sales at food stores rose 1.2%. Business at restaurants was up 0.7%. The report offers discouraging news about the economy, as consumers were still providing critical support to the economy, even after a year of seeing prices spiral higher for gas, food, rent, and other necessities.
2: Several women's athletes at the University of Iowa sued the school in late 2020 after the athletic department said it was cutting men's and women's swimming and diving, men's tennis and men's gymnastics. Sage Olenson was a senior and headed up the lawsuit while Alexa Puccini was a freshman. The lawsuit was one of the several that came during the pandemic when schools needed to save money and cut women's teams. Female athletes in turn fought back by threatening legal action or filing suit. The Iowa Swimmers eventually settled with the school and the teams were reinstated.
1: Coming up next, your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this.
0: I want my w w w w double 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 w w double 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 double
1: Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Sequoia Ware, and I'm Michaela
2: Wheeler. The Biden administration is proposing to require that future airlines produce lower levels of greenhouse gas emissions before they can be certified. The Federal Aviation Administration said today that its proposal would cover planes under development, including two Boeing models and one from Airbus. It would also apply to planes built after January 1st, 2028. Planes are small, but growing contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. The FIA said civilian planes caused 3% of
1: U.S. emissions before the pandemic. Russia's invasion of Ukraine and what Europe must do to counter the consequences of it have become the key task for the Czech Republic, Republic's upcoming presidency of the 27-nation European Union. The country formally takes reins from France on July 1st. The political priorities of the rotating presidency are all linked to the war. The Sheks want to use this period to help Ukraine, including granting it EU candidacy status. The Sheks are also seeking the toughest possible sanctions against Russia and hope to organize a summit on Ukraine's post-war reconstruction. The Sheks want the EU to, quote, drastically reduce its energy dependence on hostile or unstable regimes unquote, setting up possible disputes with Germany and Italy, who are more dependent on Russia gas than other EU nations.
2: Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro has met with Qatar's ruling emir as part of his Midwest tour. Sikh Taman Bid Ahmad El Tani posted a photo on social media of the two meeting today, saying they, quote, discussed prospects for enhancing cooperation between our two countries in various fields for the good and interest of our two friendly peoples, unquote. Maduro's visit comes after he traveled to Iran for meetings over the weekend, including with the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. He visited the small, oil-rich nation of Kuwait on Monday. Maduro is an Eurasia tour after President Joe Biden decided not to invite him to the summit of the Americas, which began Thursday. His earlier stops included
1: Algeria and Turkey. Abortion rights activists have filed a legal protest in Malta's courts demanding the legalization of abortion. Malta is the only European Union nation where the procedure is criminalized. Carrying banners reading, quote, abortion is health care, not a crime, unquote. The activists protested today on the steps of Valletta's legal courts after filing the complaint. The, peti- the petition of the Women's Rights Foundation's names... The Maltese health minister's parliament's secretary for equality and reforms and the state's advocate in asserting that the country's absolute ban on abortion violates the fundamental human rights of Maltese women of childbearing age.
2: Florida's largest electricity provider has announced plans to eliminate all of its carbon emissions by 2045 by increasing its reliance on solar energy, including using it to turn water into hydrogen to power its generating plants. Florida Power & Light says the multi-billion dollar plan will not result in any price increases beyond what would be anticipated normally for its nearly 6 million customers. The company plans to eliminate its use of natural gas, which generates two-thirds of its power today. It plans to replace that with solar power, including using it to convert water into hydrogen fuel. It will also continue operating its
1: two nuclear plants. And coming up, David Adkins will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and we'll be back with updates on the Russia-Ukraine war. Stay with us.
0: Here at the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1 WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound?
2: Smashing! How about a
1: wide music variety?
2: Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you Better Radio here on 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab.
0: It's important that healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, either wash their hands with soap and water or use an alcohol based hand sanitizer both before and after they touch you. Healthcare providers know to practice hand hygiene, but sometimes they forget. You and your loved ones can play a role by asking and reminding healthcare providers to wash their hands, especially while they're caring for you. They don't mind being asked to wash their hands, they want to prevent infections as much as you do. A message from the CDC. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm David Atkins, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today you'll find it to be a hot and sunny 98 degrees. The temperature will drop throughout the night before reaching a low of 74 degrees around 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. The sun will come out tomorrow. The temperature will rise throughout the day before reaching a high of 94 around 4 p.m. The temperature will drop throughout the night until it reaches a low of 72 around 6 a.m. Friday before shooting up toward a high of 92 around 3 p.m. Today in weather history. Today in 1953, dust devils are usually a rather benign weather phenomena. However, two boys were injured by one near Prescott, Arizona. One of the boys suffered a black eye and the other boy had two vertebrae fra- fractured by wind-blown debris. Thank you, weather4u.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a sunny 98 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm David Atkins.
2: Thanks, David. Now on to Russia and Ukraine news. Russia's Gazprom has announced a reduction in natural gas flows through a key European pipeline for the second day in a row. The move today came just hours after Germany's vice chancellor said Russia's initial gas reduction appeared to be political rather than a result of technical problems. The state-owned energy giant Gazprom said on Twitter that gas deliveries through the Nord Stream 1 undersea pipeline to Germany would be cut again tomorrow, bringing the overall reduction in deliveries through the pipeline to 60%. One energy expert said Russia is playing a very deliberate strategy to drive up gas prices in the short term and to remind big energy importers like Germany and Italy what they have to lose in the long term.
1: Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny confirms he's been moved with another maximum security prison. Navalny wrote on the Telegram messaging app today that he's now at the IK 6 prison in the vladimir region of russia the most determined political foe of russian Russian president vladimir putin previously was held at a penal colony in the same region he says he is confined in a quote strict regime unquote and in quarantine but didn't say why navalny was arrested in january 2021 upon returning from germany where he had been recuperating from nerve Aging poisoning he blamed on the Kremlin. His imprisonment is part of the Kremlin crackdown on opposition activists and independent journalists.
2: IKEA says it's seeking new owners for its four factories in Russia and to liquidate its product inventory there because of the war in Ukraine. The world's biggest furniture brand already had suspended operations at its 17 Russian stores and paused exports and imports involving the country. It also paused operations in Belarus, which is a Russian ally. IKEA said in a statement on its website today, quote, Unfortunately, the circumstances have not improved and the devastating war continues, unquote. The flat pack furnishings retailer added, quote, businesses and supply chains across the world have been heavily impacted and we do not see that it is possible to resume operations anytime soon, unquote.
1: Coming up next, I'm no baseball player and neither apparently is Frank Schwindel. Sh- Stay tuned.
0: score here at Camp Randall Stadium. Happy to have you along this Saturday afternoon. Back inside Reed Green Coliseum in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bobby Edding's Side bringing you all tonight's action. Marshall Trail Southern Miss. On the sky deck from Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in Greenville, North Carolina. ECU leads the Thundering Herd. To the home center, Boone, North Carolina. Andrew s packer on board. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. WMUL-FM Huntington.
2: And welcome to the Music Request Hotline. Please state the name of the genre you'd like to hear. Alternative? You said hip-hop. If that's correct, please say yes. No. You have confirmed hip-hop. No,
0: no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? I said alternative.
2: Country you want to hear? No,
0: no, no. Country it is. No, you I said alternative. Alternative rock. Tired
2: of ignored requests? Call 696-6651 and get what wrong. you asked for no, on no, WMUL I, FM. I? No, like I, I want, want to hear jazz. jazz. Yeah. No.
0: Tired of the same old music every day? Check out our selection of alternative music like. Check us out Tuesday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Monday through Wednesday at night, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Get your dose of the latest and greatest of the progressive, indie, and alternative genre. Only the best on WMUL 88.1 The Cutting Edge.
2: And finally today on New Center 88 usually a major league pitcher whose deliveries barely break a city speed limit won't end up going late into a game. But a major league player who filled in as a pitcher over the weekend got the attention of a late night show host. Chicago Cubs first baseman Frank Schwindel lobbed a pitch Sunday that topped out at 35.1 miles per hour. It left faster when New York Yankees player Kyle Higashioka got his bat on it for a home run. It was the slowest pitch hit for a homer since MLB StatCast began tracking this stuff in 2015. Also tracking this, CBS Late Show host Stephen Colbert. He showed the clip during his show Monday night. After making some lob motions, Colbert cracked, quote, I'm no baseball player and neither apparently is Frank Schwindel, unquote. The Cubs player says he saw the clip of Colbert's poking fun at him and called the extra exposure, quote, one of those things, unquote.
1: There are several airports in Anchorage, Alaska, but the pilot of a small airplane didn't choose any of them to land his plane Monday evening, and that's because he didn't really have a choice. Authorities say when the plane ran ran out of fuel, the pilot made an emergency landing on a street before rolling into a nearby parking lot. The Associated Press reports once it was refueled, the plane taxied to a nearby small airplane airport under police escort. The plane had a flight instructor and student pilot aboard. Neither were hurt. The plane wasn't damaged.
2: An international music festival founded by the father of singer-songwriter Dua Lipa to promote his native Kosovo has led to recriminations for the small European country after it lost the event to neighboring Albania. The Sunny Hill Festival made its debut in Kosovo's capital, Pristina, in 2018 and took place again in 2019. The Britain-born Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, and Calvin Harris were among the headliners. The coronavirus pandemic kept the event on hold until the summer. Dugatian Lipa, the singer's father and manager, said he'd made, quote, a difficult but necessary, unquote, decision to stage the August 4th through 7th festival in Tyrrhenia, Albania. He blamed a political dispute in Kosovo
1: for delaying needed permits. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at five for the most complete news from Marshall University in the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu/wmul. For David Adkins, Michaela Wheeler, Zane Townsend, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm sickly aware, and your thought of the day is: A true friend never gets in your way unless you happen to be going down. Arnold H. Glasson.